U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen criticizes Trump and defends Biden's administration pandemic spending. And Iran is now a legitimate target for Israeli missile strikes. And you won't believe what the World Economic Forum wants to take away from you now. All this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to The End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so excited you've joined us today. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We've had another video from the World Economic Forum come out proclaiming that the coffee we all drink is bad for climate change. And the last thing I thought they would do, Doug, is come after our beloved coffee. Uh, let Klaus Schwab and the other globalists know how you feel about their attack by picking up some First Cup coffee. First Cup is a Christian-owned Patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of their roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods for you Keurig machine users out there, which I despise, Doug, but nonetheless, people <laughs> like it. Go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME, get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll give you another 10% off today. Go to firstcup.com and use code ENDTIME. So today, Doug, we're happy to have Philip Patrick from Birch Gold joining us to help sort out the Biden's administration's pandemic spending. So, Philip, welcome back to the End Time Show. Thank you so much for having me back, guys. Good to see you. Good to see as you, uh, you as well. I hope you're able to help us sort it out. I know that's a very challenging task, but uh, U.S. Treasury, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen recently gave a speech defending the Biden administration's pandemic spending. Can you help us understand a little bit better about what she actually had to say? Yeah, this was uh, last Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, she told the U.S. Conference of Mayors in Washington that the economy's strong performance proves that this massive COVID-era pandemic spending was the right approach from the administration. And she even went so far as to claim that the Biden administration avoided a crisis on the scale of the 1930s uh, Great Depression. What I thought was very telling as well, she stated that, she, uh, that Biden believed that the most dangerous risk heading into the pandemic was going in too small with government spending. I thought this was just an absurd statement to make, given that debt was already a massive problem when Biden took office. So uh, she said that it's more gaslighting, I think, from, from the administration. Just absurd, given most Americans' reality today. Mm. Well, Philip, can you put it in perspective for us of, of just how much the Biden administration did go? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's $6 trillion, right? It's just a colossal amount of money. When Biden took office, the nation had a debt of $28 trillion. Uh, when, uh, you know, when he left, $34 trillion. That was a 21% increase. And by the way, that's before... You know, we even get into the 2024 budget, which will probably give us another $2 trillion deficit this year. Now, $6 trillion of debt in three years is an unimaginable amount of money, right? For some context, if we were to adjust that to inflation, that's 20% more than the U.S. spent fighting World War II. It's currently two Germany's worth of debt. By itself, 
Six trillion dollars would be the third largest national debt in the world today. It really doesn't get much bigger than that. Wow. Well, can we really say that it would cost six trillion dollars to avoid a Great Depression? You know, that's what this administration are trying to suggest, right? This spending avoided the Great Depression, and it's hard to disprove, right? Correlation is not necessarily causation, so it's very difficult, like I said, to disprove. I could say that me tying my shoes this morning prevented a car crash, right? right. And I challenge you to prove otherwise. Now, what I think is more important than, than, than talking is, is to look at our reality, right? If we, didn't, if we didn't, sorry, get another Great Depression, what did Americans get instead? Well, it's pretty simple. We got 40-year high inflation. Today, a home costs on average 70% more than it did at the peak of the 2007 housing crisis, right? Rising costs equivalent to a $7,300 pay cut for the average family. A thriving job market, as the administration likes to tell us, where a record number of, of Americans are now working multiple jobs just to try and end, make ends meet. And guess what? It's still a not uh, not enough to cover the $11,400 cost of living increase per household. We also have a $1.1 trillion in credit card debt, another record, right? People essentially are racking up debt, taking out hardship withdrawals on their retirement accounts because they can no longer afford to buy groceries. Uh, I just saw a recent study on American retirement accounts. They showed they lost on average 25% of their purchasing power. That is more than enough to delay anyone's retirement plan for years. So, yes, the Biden administration can say we avoided another Great Depression. You know, every recession since 1933 has been called the, ne the, the, the next Great Depression by alarmists. I can say that if I was the Biden administration, the only way to deal with this is to put lipstick on this pig and argue that it could have been so much worse. Sure, people are suffering. They could have been starving. But it's not a valid defense. It's just not good enough anymore. And I think it's time that people and the administration stop pretending that it is. Philip, this feels like it's intentional by our federal government. What's your take on that? Are they really doing this on purpose or is this, are they that, I guess, ignorant? You, you know, it's, it's one or the other. And I've been asked that question before. It is very difficult to, to sort of imagine that these people are that stupid, but the decisions that, be, that are being made are either, as you say, intentional or you know, we just have very, very poor leadership, but the reality is the same regardless. And that's why we need a change in leadership. This election, 2024, at least in my lifetime, I don't think there has ever been a more important election. And whoever gets in power is gonna be a very tough job, right? Mm -hmm. But it's so important to steer the ship and to put us on another trajectory. 2024 is key, guys. Well, what's something that um, regular Americans, regular concerned Americans like me, what can we do about this? Look, first of all, I think education is, is so important, and that's why I'm, I'm honored to come on shows like yours. It gives me the opportunity. So just by staying informed, by knowing what the problems are, that's half the battle. But obviously, at Birch Gold Group, we can provide solutions as well. We talk a lot about the problems today, debt, the inflation that we're receiving on the back of it. These things in isolation, they're big problems. But 
For somebody owning precious metals, they can be very positive drivers. This same inflation that's eroding the buying power of the cash in our bank accounts drives gold and silver up. So at the very least, people can hold on to their purchasing power and make sure that in the years to come, the money that they've saved can still do what it does today. And that's really what precious metals are designed for. And that's what we at Birch Gold Group spend our time educating. So I would challenge everyone out there, get the information, get reading, understand how gold and precious metals in general can help see you through these climates because these problems, they're very good for gold. And you all are offering a free info kit at birchgold.com slash end time. And um, so we always recommend people go there and get that free info kit. Uh, do you have any last words, I guess, for our audience um, as we wrap today up? Yeah, look, I would say buckle up for 2024. It's going to be a it's going to be a wild ride. Look at precious metals as insurance. This is my portfolio insurance, and I think timing now becomes key. The further we get into this year, the tougher it could be. Uh, and and I think everyone should have their insurance in hindsight, not be scrambling for it after an event. So get educated as soon as you can. The information will lead you to the right decisions. Absolutely. Philip, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Very insightful. Um, we appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for having me. It's my honor. Thank you, guys. All right. God bless you. All right, everyone out there, go to birchgold.com slash end time. Get your free info kit today. Of course, it'll allow you to be educated like Philip was talking about. And of course, we implore you to pray about the decisions that you make as your family and Birch Gold will help you with a free info kit on precious metals so you can make the best decision for you all out there. All right. Doug, what do you think's happening with, like, I asked Philip this, but I want your take as well. Are they doing this on purpose to devalue the dollar? Vince, I think that's what's going on. I think it's, it's part of it. I mean, we, you know, we talk about world government every day, and one of the things that, uh, you know, is happening, it's, it's not just with this issue, but it seems like every time we turn around, we're seeing where our government is trying to uh, destroy the United States of America from within, it feels like. And so I just feel like this is, you know, one more way to do that. And, uh, you know, we've seen other countries, you know, move off of the petrodollar. We've, we've watched the uh, BRICS, we've watched them, you know, develop and, and get stronger as we grow weaker. And, uh, you know, you can only print so much money, you know, when it's not backed by anything, it's just going to be worthless one day. We're going to see dollar bills rolling down the street if we keep going the way we're going, just blowing in the wind. So uh, is it designed? Sometimes I feel like, yeah, it's very much designed. So from your perspective, I guess looking at it through a Bible prophecy lens, you could see, we don't know. We can't say for certain whether all this is intentional. It sure does seem like it, but right. you could see where in order for Bible prophecy to uh, play out the way we read about it in the Bible, that this could be one of those key elements. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it could, but you know, at the same time, what are we reminded of, you know, by the Lord? The Lord tells us not to worry about these things because that's, uh, you know, what the pagans chase after and mm -hmm. that he will take care of us. You know, one of the questions we get a lot of time is, you know, how is this going to help us in the end time? Well, when we get to the tribulation period, it, it may not help. I don't know that, you know, having gold and silver is going to help other than being able maybe to use it as a barter system situation. But, you know, when we when we are helping people understand this is right now, there's things we can do to protect the assets we have and the money we have, because 
you know, if you're changing your money over into precious, uh, you know, metals into gold and silver and those things, then if the banks were to be shut down and they were to tell you that your dollar's not worth anything anymore, well, you've got a backup system going there. And, you know, one of the things that we do see in the Bible, Vince, is we see where uh, God has let people know because of prophecy that there were things coming. And and we see how Joseph saved up mm -hmm. and, and he saved not only Egypt, but all of Israel uh, because of the fact that God showed him ahead of time there's going to be famine coming and he stored up things. And so it's not wrong for us to store up things or to look for the future and to make sure that we're taken care of. And so, you know, I mean, that way, biblically, uh, we're not doing anything wrong. We're doing exactly, you know, what's shown to us in the Bible. And so, you know, these things that we're advertising and trying to help people understand with uh, birch gold and with the, um, you know, the, the food supplies and things like that, they're, that's just having, you know, extra insurance, basically, is what it is. Dave made a comment the other day, and I thought it was a great comment. He trusts God, but he still puts his seatbelt on when he gets in a car, you know. And so it's kind of that, that way of thinking. Yes, we trust the Lord, but the Lord also gives us common sense on things too. And he wants us to use that. So, yeah. yeah. I, I always say, do the best, do your best with everything that you know. Right. And rely on God for all the rest. I mean, That's right. you know, that happened the way that my wife and I manage our household. We do our best with what we know. And man, God throws a lot of curveballs. Speaking of Doug. 10-year anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary, Th things are, it's my It's my 10-year anniversary. Uh, things are so wild because, you know, we have three little kids. <laughs> we just moved. We've done yeah. all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff in our 10 years. But things are so wild that my wife wished me a happy birthday this morning. You're going to get some emails on that one. <laughs> I already it already started because <laughs> I posted that she did that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's how wild our life is. She said happy birthday on our anniversary. Well... It's the birthday of your wedding day, I guess. There you go. It's also the anniversary <laughs> of uh, my move to Dallas, Texas. All right. So uh, January 25th, 2007 is the wow. day I pulled into Dallas. Wow. January 25th, 2014, after laboring for seven long years, I married my wife. So here we are. Well, congratulations Thank and you. happy anniversary to you and Kate. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Well. Don't forget, we're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're about to start talking about how Iran is now a legitimate target for Israeli missile strikes. So between that and, of course, highlighting Biden's spending, you know the overlords at Facebook and YouTube. They don't want this message getting out, so we need your help. Share the video. Give us a heart. We always love the heart. Do it in honor of my anniversary, Doug. Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day is coming up as well. And also comment. Uh, let us know what you're thinking about the show. Say happy anniversary to me. Let my wife, my wife's name is Kate, and she used to text me during the show to tell us what we should and shouldn't say sometimes. Yeah. And one day I said something that she didn't want me to share that she had texted, and she has stayed true, Doug. I don't hear from her hardly at all during the show anymore. So text Kate, just the word Kate, and let her know that you miss her contribution to the show. Absolutely. I need all the help I can get from her, Doug. 
and you and yeah, everybody else yeah. around here. Well, so she helps us both out. K A T E. Put it in the comments. Let us know you're watching, and would love my wife's engagement. We're taking your calls again. Eight seven seven n times the number to join us. And like you said, you've got three small children at home. And yeah, that's, one, that's three, what and five. Kate does is she takes care of the family. And one, three, and five. We so are. So she needs she needs to hear hey Kate or something in the yeah. chat. Just say hey to her. Give her some encouragement. She does Absolutely. a great job. All right. Doug, yes. Can Iran really be bombed by Israel at this point? Well, you know, I mean, that seems to be one of the things that is on the table now we're talking about. So we know that Iran's, uh, you know, they, they've had this proxy war going on with um, Israel for quite a while now, ever since uh, October 7th. And, and really before that, I mean, there's been things going on before that, you know, there's been cyber attacks and all kinds of things happening for a long time in Israel and back and forth. But this ring of fire, you know, that they've talked about and Iran has um, has now said that they're closing this ring of fire in on Israel. And so now it it seems like we're getting there. Vince, and you know what that's going to do, that, that's a huge step toward that six trumpet war that we're talking about. And so uh, anytime we hear things like this and uh, Israel saying that, you know, one of the things that Iran is really angry about is uh, last week there was an airstrike that killed a lot of their, uh, their military leaders there and some of the people that were in charge of their terror organization and everything and so they iran got really upset about that but this article came out and and i had to uh to take it off of yahoo.com because i couldn't get into the original uh storyline of where it was but it says do you have something against yahoo.com i don't have anything against them this is just not where the original article came out so okay. if anybody sees that that's the reason why is because i would have had to subscribe to the original article and i gotcha. i'm not doing it i thought you so, were a yahoo hater no 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 not at all, all right. so <laughs> they now say that iran is a legitimate target for israeli missile strikes so we're talking about this is a prospect that could pull Israel right into war with Tehran. So now it's not going to be, hey, we're going to hit Hez Hezbollah here, uh, the, the Houthis down here. Uh, you know, we're we're going straight for the head of the snake, so to speak, and and that's what they'll call it a lot of times. They're going to cut off the head of the sta the snake. So this is um, Mr. Barak Bar Barquet, right? He is. Um, part of the um, Knesset. He's one of the leaders there in Israel. He says now that Iran is a legitimate target for Israel, that they will not get away with it. The head of the snake is, is Tehran, and they're getting ready to take it down, he says. Uh, the recommendation is to adopt a strategy that President Kennedy used in the Cuban Missile Crisis. And he said what he basically said is that missiles from Cuba will be answered with missiles from Moscow, and we should very, very clearly make sure the Iranians understand that they will not get away with using proxies against Israel and sleep good at night. If we don't sleep good at night, they don't sleep good at night. So he is talking um, you know, pretty fiercely about this and saying these are things that they're getting ready to do. And so, Vince, it's anytime we hear something like that, and you actually sent me 
a, I guess a TikTok of this article is how I originally heard about it because I hadn't heard about it. You sent it to me, and so I began to investigate it, and that's the more I found out, the more it sounds like, okay, they're, they're saying that the war with Hamas is not going to stop, the war with Hezbollah is not going to stop, but what they're going to do is they're going to begin to prepare to fire missiles into the heart of Iran. And what will that mean for, I guess, the global stage? I mean, there's already so many countries involved. I don't believe there's been direct missile strikes yet mm -hmm. on Iran specifically. Right. If they start doing that, is Russia going to defend Iran? Is China going to defend Iran? Well, I mean, that's the very thing. They're allies of Iran. And so, yes, you would think Russia's going to be very much against this. And I mean, Russia has already released some statements to Israel about backing off from Iran and with their threats on Iran. And even some of the uh, attacks that have happened within, uh, you know, the Hezbollah area, they, they talked about that in Lebanon, you know, that Israel needed to stop what they're doing. Of course, the whole world is now very vocal on Israel and what they're doing in Gaza. And so, Vince, we've got, uh, you know, they're, they're still holding uh, the uh, hearings about Israel, you know, cre um, Israel committing war crimes and causing genocide within Gaza. So that's still going on at the UN. So you've got the whole world now is, is against Israel. And I think Israel probably feels like their back is against the wall at this point. I mean, we are there supporting and so are other countries as far as what they're supporting more. These other countries is out in the Red Sea and the areas where, uh, you know, the Houthis are coming and attacking the shipping industry because it's affecting um, the way that people are getting their uh, food and everything else in the supply chain. So it's affecting that with oil, with food, with everything. So anytime you're doing that, well, you're going to have people coming in and doing things there. But Israel feels like this has more been a direct war against them. One of the other statements that uh, Barquette says is, uh, we believe it when they say they want to destroy Israel. Uh, they've been saying that for quite a while. I mean, they've said they've even had uh, videos where they've shown commercials to the people living in Iran, the destruction of Israel, animated destruction of Israel, and talked about driving the Jews into the sea. And so it's a very important thing, uh, you know, whenever they say we, we hear what they're saying and we believe them, even if the world doesn't. And when we've got something like October 7th to look back at and see what the massacre was there in Israel, what started this whole thing, and now we're even seeing, you know, there was a, a restaurant in Jordan that is celebrating this by naming their restaurant October 7. Mm. And, uh, you know, the Israeli uh, prime minister has reached out and asked them to, to have that taken down and not to allow that to happen. But, uh, you know, I haven't got to, to see the whole story on that. I just kind of saw a headline on it today. But, I mean, that's the kind of things the, the world is celebrating October 7th. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's weird because when we look at the two witnesses, for instance, and we see that when they're killed in Revelation 11, they're going to be killed in Israel and people are going to celebrate them being killed and give gifts to one another. And that's what we're seeing through this whole thing. October 7th, they paraded bodies through the streets. People were cheering and yelling and, and hitting the bodies of people who were unconscious or, or maybe dead at that point. And, you know, I mean, there was rape and, and people being set on fire and babies being killed. And how quickly the world has forgotten that 
because Israel has gone into Gaza to try to drive Hamas out. Doug, and it would seem that the global leaders want a war like this, as odd as that is to even suggest. And, you know, we've looked back at world wars and uh, larger wars that have occurred, and not to push conspiracy, but there are people who have concluded that some of that was intentional to advance certain agendas, and very credible people are making those claims. So, Doug, we see that it might be possible that that would be true for what's happening right now in the Middle East. You mentioned supply chain problems. Well, we've seen that through COVID, through other war, and so, you know, that you can avoid supply chain problems. You can avoid um, this agenda that these globalists are pushing on us. Even as cra the crazy things we've talked about on here, like cricket steaks and cricket burgers and um, what's the other type of, I can't think of that other fake meat that they put out there. Uh, 3D printed meat, we talked about that mm -hmm. the other day. It's like, yeah. these are the people that are trying, and now they're trying to take coffee away. We mentioned that, but you know, I just don't like going in line with what the establishment says. I've kind of been wired that way. A lot of credit goes to my dad for that, but yeah. um, he's been questioning things my whole life and it made me kind of that way a little bit. Sure. So I don't like relying on these global leaders and stuff. And so I try to avoid the uh, supply chain problems altogether. And our friends at BackyardButcher.com are helping on the meat side of things in that regard. And they don't like what Klaus Schwab is doing. They're delivering American raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation. Go to BackyardButchers.com, save an extra 20% off your entire order by using code ENDTIME. With over half a million happy customers, they make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. Go to BackyardButchers.com slash ENDTIME and buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire order. I just, like I said, that, that stuff just drives me nuts, Doug, the establishment and what they're trying to pose on us. And when I hear about them trying to push things through war and such, that really, um, it helps me put heaven in perspective, Doug, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. I start thinking about how evil we can be as mankind, and I am looking so forward to Jesus returning to this earth, defeating all those ideas, defeating all those established mess that we have globally, and he's gonna say this is the way we're living, and we're gonna to get to live in the millennial reign with him, and man, talk about a great reset. We need that. I'm looking for the pencil to shove in there and hit that little button <laughs> to get this great reset, you. but that's I coming, Doug. Yeah. And, and part of our burden that we carry every single day with what we do here at End Time Ministries on the End Time Show, through our magazine, through conferences, through our web, all the different things we have going on, Doug, our whole team is burdened by the fact that we want everybody to be a part of that great reset. That's right. And so one thing that you can do is go to endtime.com slash reborn and make sure you've been born again the way the Bible tells you to be born again. The disciple says, they call it transformed. They call it born again. These are very weird terms uh, that if you've never been around church, you probably don't really understand what that might mean. So make sure you go to endtime.com slash reborn and be sure to be born again the way that the Apostle Peter was, Doug. That's the right. Apostle Paul, all those guys in the Bible in the book of Acts uh, do that today to make sure you're going to be part of that great reset. Mm. Oh, where do we go from here, right. Doug? I know we got some calls. We're coming up on a break. I guess yeah. we have 30 seconds. So well, have fun with go. that 30 seconds, Doug. Yeah, well, um, we'll we'll cover more about, you know, how uh, the Sixth Trumpet War could sound. But 
one of the things about this Iran and, and Israel thing, we know that that war is going to start in the Euphrates River area. And so we know that this is the Middle East, that area that we're talking about. So folks, we, we need to make sure that we are born again. So like Vince was saying, we're, we're right there. Brother Baxter, you say we're racing the rapture of the Amen. time. We'll be right back after this break. Somebody commented and said, happy anniversary, Doug and Kate. So I love that. Oh so we'll be right back. See you on the other side of the break. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Now streaming on Endtime Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 Endtime. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the Endtime Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning Endtime prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to the calls momentarily. We do have a few lines, so if you'd like to be on the show, call right now and you will most likely get on. Doug, before we get to uh, any more calls or to the next story, I want to remind everyone that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Gun Barrel City, Texas this weekend. Doug, that is kind of where you're from, right? It, it is kind of East Texas, but it's... It sounds like they probably have a rodeo there. <laughs> I'm sure they got a rodeo down there. We I got a rodeo where I'm rodeo from. There. I'm not mad at rodeos. I'm just you saying. Know, there's pretty much rodeos everywhere in Texas. I mean, you can go to just about any town and find a rodeo. This sounds like if you're thinking stereotypical Texas, that's what you're going to get. And it may not be anything like that. I've never been. Well, now, I, I grew up running around down there because it's close to Cedar Creek Lake. And so that area, it's... it's it's country. You okay. know, it, now, it's probably grown quite a bit. I remember a few years ago, they got a super Walmart. So, you know, they got one of those big Walmart stores down there. But, but you're going to see some cowboy boots. Yeah, there'll definitely be cowboys out there yeah. and pickup trucks and things like that. Because it is kind of, it's it's kind of, I don't know about overalls. They're saying overalls in my ear here. For <laughs> You might see overalls. I don't know. But you definitely see them where I'm from. Cause Dave's I wear them not wearing stuff. his overalls at the no, conference. he will not. He's no. going to probably have a tie on. I bet so. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, you know, delivering the word of the Lord, so put go. his tie on for Absolutely. that. And uh, it's Gun Barrel City, Texas. Dave and Jana will be there. You can learn more about the venue and specific details at endtime.com events 
or if you want help from an actual person, call 800 anytime. We'll be happy to help you over the phone. All right, All right Doug. There is this crazy story about Russia. That it, I'm actually very excited about this part of the show. Mm-hmm. When you told me about it this morning, I was like, I think I'm most excited about this part. So we saved it for so late in the show. So all of you, I guess we could call them OGs that are still here. You know, some people watch a little bit and then they check out. But right. anybody that's made it this far, uh, I guess now would be a great time to share the video because this information, we've got a map we're going to show in a minute yeah. to kind of help people see things a little more clearly. So be sure to share the video right now. And let's let's talk about this uh Germany Russia story. Yeah, so last week, Vince, there was a story leaked uh, from a media group, and I, I kind of talked about it last Thursday, I think, or maybe we talked about it Monday, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, in that story, it talked about war was getting ready to break out. One of the things that this story said was that the U.S. is kind of the one that can kind of control this war and when it starts. And they said that um, there were many different avenues that could be used to start this war, but that uh, they believed the the bottom line would be the Middle East and that would be where it would come from. But then other parts of this have been released and now we're hearing the other side of where some of this could spark from. And it's interesting because they're saying um, that Russia is getting ready to go to war with NATO. That's what they're saying in this article. So it says that... Well, the exact uh, headline, Doug. Yeah, read that for us. Germany preparing for Russia to start World War III. Mm-hmm. Leaked war plans revealed. Yeah. That's what we should have called the show. There you go. Too late. Leaked, man, I'm telling you. But, I mean, one of the things it says is that they believe that Vladimir Putin is getting ready to expand the war from the Ukraine uh, to attack NATO allies. Um and this will happen uh, next year. Leaked documents published in the German newspaper, uh, the Bild or Bild, it's B-I-L-D, revealed according to this outlet, which obtained the classified military information from the German Ministry of Defense. And the country's armed forces are gearing up for a hybrid Russian attack in Eastern Europe. Now, this is one of the things, Vince, when this war first started, this was what NATO was saying they were worried about all along, is that Russia would come into the Ukraine, that they would not stop uh, at the Ukraine, that they would continue to come into these other uh, countries, and that, you know, some of these countries are NATO countries, which is one of the things, you know, that the Ukraine war, what Putin said he was upset about is that NATO continues to come closer and closer and get on his borders. And NATO has wanted to uh, get the Ukraine um, tied in with NATO. And that's one of the things that Putin says was his fear. And he did not want NATO on his, uh, you know, back door. And so that's one of the things that they've talked about. Now, this is called the Alliance of Defense of 2025. It says it would start this February with Russia mobilizing an additional 200,000 soldiers. Uh, And they believe, Vince, that this uh, potential scenario, it outlines how Russia could start waging war in the Baltics by July using severe cyber attacks while stirring up discontent among Russian nationalists in Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Now, Doug, before you, because there's a huge thing there. I, I want you to tell us what it is. Well, I don't want to tell everyone what it is, but I do okay. want to ask everyone, um, if you think Russia is going to start World War III, put Russia in the comments. 
let's just hear what everyone has to say because I know some people believe that and I want to see kind of poll the audience who all thinks that will Russia start World War III put it in the comments now Doug you mentioned Estonia Latvia and Lithuania yes those are three different countries mm -hmm. Why is that significant to Bible prophecy? Well, I'll tell you what, let's throw that map up so everybody can see what we're talking about here. Okay? All right. So there's the map. If you're watching uh, online there, you can see the map. And it's showing these arrows going from Russia. And it, this number three is the one that they're talking about where he's going to, they believe Putin and the Russian military will go into the Baltic states. Uh, and it talks about specifically Latvia. Okay? So this is... One reason why this is important, Vince, and that's what I would like you to tell us because you you know as well as I do, but uh, if you'll just kind of tell everybody why that's important, those Baltic states, to us what we think and, and why that might be important to us. Well, let's look at Daniel chapter 7. How about we start there? Verse yep. 5, And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear. Now, we long have taught that that bear represents Russia. Yeah. So... And it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said, Thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. For years we've been asked, <laughs> What in the world are those three ribs? Yeah. And for years we have given my favorite answer that we give on any prophecy topic. <laughs> And that is, we don't know. Right. And although I like answers, I like that answer because we're not afraid to tell people we don't know. We don't go saying you got to add these numbers or look at, you know, the original whatever language and right. go down all these routes that a lot <laughs> of regular people like me, we just start kind of seeing double and we don't follow at that point. Right. So... For years we, we've said we don't know, and we still don't know, Doug, I guess, I guess we'll say. But one thing that we have speculated, I don't know how long we've been talking about this specifically, more than a decade? Yeah, for sure, because uh, Pastor Baxter, this is what he's believed for quite a while. So. Well, he threw out the idea that it could be those mm -hmm. Baltic states, right? Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Yeah. And so if that is the case, and we see Russia planning to hit those three countries, mm -hmm. and if those three countries represent the three ribs, what does that mean according to Bible prophecy, Doug? Well, it, it shows us that we're spot on with this uh, prophecy of the bear being Russia, for one thing, which we, we believe that, and we can, we can prove from that study. Uh, you know, I think that that is actually uh, in the 1 through 14, that's our very first study is the U. United States discovered in the Bible when we go over these beasts in Daniel 7, uh, we, we show how those beasts are actually kingdoms are kings and um, they are kingdoms that will be here during the time when Jesus comes back to establish his everlasting kingdom. And so we've, we've believed for a long time that the bear was Russia. We weren't sure about these ribs, Vince. People have asked us over and over, like you said, but this w has always been one possibility that we've talked about. And it says that the bear was raised up on one side and this is definitely would be a side lateral to the, those Baltic states. Now, I did pull a little bit of history about the Baltics uh, that might help everybody kind of understand that. 
And it's just, it's real simple. It's just the Baltics were the last states to become part of the Soviet Union when they were annexed in 1940 and the first to declare independence in 1990. So it hasn't been that long since they declared independence uh, when the bloc collapsed. Tens of thousands of people from the three countries were forcibly relocated to Siberia in the 1940s and post-World War II uprising against the Soviet rule and they were brutally crushed. Many Russians settled in the region during the Soviet era, and they and their descendants make up about a quarter of that population in Latvia and Estonia. So Russia feels like that they can really uh, get the, the Russian people that are there, that those Russian people will want to be loyal to Mother Russia at some point too. And so they think they have a really good chance of going in there and those three providences coming back under uh, the cover of Russia. And Russia also believes that they can use the straits there uh, to invade Poland. And that's what the NATO forces are afraid of, is that they'll use, th this is a lot of force that goes through there. And plus, uh, Belarus is just south of there, which Russia moved uh, nuclear weapons into that area. Uh, the beginning of last year, I think, is when they shuttled some of those nuclear weapons into the area. And so now we're, we're looking at Russia could invade that area very quickly and take that over. Um, I think that it's estimated, let's see if I've got that in there. I think I, it says that the U.S. estimated that they could overpower these three Baltic states within 60 hours. Mm. So within a couple of days, they could have full control of those three Baltic states. So uh, it's got Poland uh, up on edge for sure, and it's got NATO uh, you know, scurrying because of this leak and they believe, uh, you know, this is something that is, is very serious and could happen by 2025. So one thing we say is we can't prove according to the Bible that Russia is involved in World War III, though many would speculate that they would be. Is that an, a correct statement? Yeah, because, I mean, we see World War III or the Sixth Trumpet War as a world war. And, and we believe that it will be a world war that will be, uh, nukes will be involved in there because it kills one third of mankind. And so we've always believed that the powerhouses would have to very much be a part of that. The United States, Russia, China, uh, you know, North Korea, these, these countries that have the nukes, India. So, I mean, it is very possible that they'll be part of World War III. Uh, they were part of World War I, World War II. So to be part of World War III, that's not a big stretch of the imagination. And we could see, now that we're seeing these things begin to heat up, would this actually be World War III? Well, if it is, <clears throat> it would be because of the fact that nuclear weapons would be used in that, you know, we would have a lot of deaths in that area or that the entire world would, would come into this to play. But like we've said before, we've always believed that that war would start in the region of the Euphrates River. So now we've got two clashes going on right now, yeah. two things that could develop very quickly. I would see this situation getting hotter uh, with Israel and Iran you know, because of the fact that now is Israel is saying we're going for Tehran with missile attacks. If that begins to happen, I could see this, all this happening very quickly. Because if these plans are in play, if we go into a World War situation, what's going to keep 
Russia from doing that because they're already going to be at war with NATO because of Israel because the NATO forces will probably be very much involved with that since we already have some of their forces involved in the Red Sea and protecting the supply lines. Well, if you want a good understanding of the, what the Bible says about World War III and how Islam might be involved, you need to make plans to come to Gun Barrel City this weekend with Dave Robbins. He's teaching uh, the Green Horseman and World War III, so be sure to come out. Go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about that. We'll be right back to take your calls on the other side of the break. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again. He can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to start in Texas. Tom is watching there. Tom, welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you very much. I'm a first-time caller, and I appreciate you taking my call. And uh, I'm apostolic also in Weatherford. All right. Well, thank you for calling. And my question is kind of out of topic. I'm kind of concerned with what's going on here at the border, and I was wondering if y'all may have, may feel that this could escalate into a civil war. Well, it's a good question, Tom, and I've, I've had that asked several times in the chat. I, I don't know that um, we don't see anything in prophecy about a civil war, so I couldn't, I can't say that we can look in prophecy and see that. Uh, you know, I have my opinion like everybody else does and, and could see uh, how this could escalate into something, especially now with the situation between Texas and, and Governor Abbott and, um, you know, the Supreme Court saying that we couldn't put up the barbed wire fences and things like that and that the feds can come behind there and take those things down. I could see how people can see that that could cause a conflict between, for one thing, the state of Texas and, and the government. However, I, I would be more concerned with when World War III does start, when the Sixth Trumpet War starts, that the people that they brought over here would then organize and attack from within our country. I can see that being a big play on what's going on. Uh, you know, the other day they, they stopped and, and talked to a guy and, and they asked him, who he was and his, he said oh you'll know who I am very soon uh, and it turns out that he's a terrorist and a top criminal that he was in jail for like 17 years and now he's in our country and so who knows how many more have come in here 
I could see it turn more into that, which wouldn't necessarily be a civil war, but it would be a, a war we're fighting on our own home front because they've allowed these fighting age men to come into this country. Um, I saw another video today somebody sent me where a gentleman was, uh, I believe it was in Cuba is where they were, but it's a hub for Chinese age, uh, military age men to come into that area and they're told to specifically go to this hotel uh, because it's they'll get more instructions on what their next move is from that hotel. So there's a lot of weird things going on right now with the border. And it seems like that would be a, a feasible thing that I could kind of see how that would play into prophecy. But as far as a civil war, I couldn't I couldn't answer that from a biblical perspective. Yes, sir. And kind of to add to that question, I've had a concern that, you know, what happened October 7th in Israel, that if maybe like the Ayatollah told the ones that come across the border, that like our our. Uh, holy holiday is Easter. If maybe, like Easter in April, they could do something stupid here. And, and, and I thought, boy, if that happens about April, then that's right before the elections. Mm -hmm. Maybe then this regime, I call it, uh, declare martial law, and we won't even get an opportunity to, to vote. What's your feeling on that? And then I'm done. Well, I believe that is something that that's a possibility. Even if we went into world war, I think that they could postpone the elections and that would be one way of, of doing that. And I think that uh, when the, the paper was leaked in Germany, that's one of the things that I believe they were alluding to when they said that the United States kind of had their, their hand on the pulse of this and they could decide when it was going to happen and it would be however it would benefit the United States, either doing it before their election or shortly thereafter. And so I, I believe other people feel that way as well, but I, I can't say for sure. I just say what I've heard and what I've read. Well, I thank you for taking my call. Again, I'm a first-time caller. I love y'all's show, and uh, hope, hopefully I'll get to see you in Gun Barrel. All right. All right. Thanks, well, thank Tom. You, Tom. Appreciate your call. God bless you. We're going to go to Virginia now. James is watching there. James, welcome to the End Time Show. Uh, yeah, how y'all doing? I hope you're doing well. Uh, I, I, I had a couple questions. When, about Ezekiel 38 and 39, I was reading it. Uh, 38 and 39 is kind of a repeat of each other uh, on that 38-39. I know the United States is not even mentioned. I know one country is mentioned, and I think it is Germany, is Gomer uh, on that invasion. And then another thing, too, I want to ask you to about uh, have y'all been aware of what Germany's been doing talking to Israel uh, they've talked to Netanyahu and I've got this from a good resource too uh, and they're asked telling Israel you know we apologize for what happened during uh, Hitler's regime uh, about killing all the Jews and they said that Israel uh, they would help Israel supply them with whatever they needed are, are y'all aware of this uh, I, I haven't seen that. If if you've got a link to an article like that, if you'll send it to me, I appreciate that. And you can send it to endtime uh, at endtime.com, and and we'll get that. If you have an article, you can send us. I haven't heard that. I know I have heard other officials from Germany apologize for the Holocaust and those things, but I haven't heard this about uh, helping Israel during that time. 
Yeah, well, they're trying to get their, uh, in fact, they're putting a, some kind of military base in the island of uh, Cyprus, mm-hmm. uh, already setting up a military base. Uh, now, this is a, this is Trumpet.com's who it is, uh, and the whole, is a big article about it. Okay. But, uh, mm-hmm. All right, well, thanks for bringing that to our attention. I'll check into it. Thank okay. you, James. God right. bless you. Appreciate your call. We're going to go to Tennessee now. John's watching there. John, welcome to the End Time Show. Good afternoon to the two of you. Hey, John. Hey, John. First and foremost, Laura and I want to wish Vince and Kate a happy 10th anniversary. Thank you very much. Now, she, Not she Doug and Kate. To me that that was, that, uh, she thought that that 10th anniversary in the new calendar is the week in the, on the main island in Hawaii, right? Huh. I've heard that, but, you know, we just bought a new house instead. It's not new, but it's due to us, so. <laughs> anyway. I hope my wife's not watching, by the way, John. This is good. Great show you got going. Uh, Thank you. I'm not a bit surprised to hear that uh, people are thinking that Israel will go after Iran. I'm sure they will if they need to. Wouldn't blame them a bit. Uh, not a bit worried about it. If that starts World War Three, the Sixth Trumpet War comes, we know what's going to happen. Right. Not afraid of it. Amen. Looking forward to it. And I would recommend that anybody who's got their hand in the hand of Jesus, keep your faith and go right into it, because everything that the book says is going to happen will happen. Amen. Well, Good to talk to you guys. John, you before you go, I, I don't know if we've got the thank you yet, but I want to thank you, both of you, for the... Uh, the Brandon irons you sent for oh, the steaks. Like those. those are awesome. So like uh, I'm going to make a steak one day, and we're going to put a message on there, and I'm going to put it I in there. I think I'm we'll, putting Klaus on mine. And I think that's a good thing to put on there. This one's for you, Klaus. So anyway, Still thank you very much. get his face made on an iron. <laughs> I haven't come up with it yet. Hey, well, that's good. What you did is, is awesome. I can't wait till the next time when I make a steak, and I can just put that Brandon iron to it and I'm going to take a picture and we'll put it on <laughs> on the show. So thank you, Glad John. You we like appreciate it. it. Okay. Bye-bye. Now, uh, John just suggested that, I think he said, Laura said that I'm supposed to take my wife to Hawaii for a week. Yeah, I think that's But I've right. got three kids and chickens and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you do. I don't know if I could pull that off. That. Plus, I couldn't afford it for sure. No. I got a lot of food to buy for all these kids. Yeah. They eat yeah. neat, neat. Now, if you think I should take my wife to Hawaii, put it in the comments. I want to hear what you have to say. And uh, maybe you can send me a love offer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, if you can pull that off, me and Tina will come stay at your yeah, house and yeah. take care of your chickens and okay. kids for you. There we go. Well, <laughs> like I said when John was on the phone, I hope my wife's not watching. We'll see what happens. We're going to go to New York now. <laughs> Joe is watching. It's time for the Joe Show. Joe, welcome to the End Time Show. You guys look great as always. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Happy anniversary, Vince. And if Kate's listening, God bless you. Happy anniversary to you and your beautiful children. And uh, yeah, it's a good idea. Go to go to Hawaii. Why don't you take the chickens with you? <laughs> hey, that would be quite the flight. They could they could be my uh, emotional support animals on the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, you know, I keep hearing, you know, it's like not a week goes by where you don't hear something about, you know, what's his name there, Klausi Schwabi, you know. And I, I heard at Devos a bunch of people were speaking against 
his ideas, and he got up and walked out of the meeting. Yes. That's good. I wanted to send him a message that Satan is making a statue of him in hell. <laughs> oh, man. That's the message. I think, that, I think that's what's going on. But it's always good to listen to you guys and watch you guys. I just... I just got out of the hospital trying to find a doctor to figure out what's going on with my feet and legs. The swelling has become extremely uh, painful. Everybody listening, I appreciate you praying for Joe and Barbara in New York. We need all the love and support we can get. Uh, I've yet to be able to find a doctor that's able to, uh, to, able to help me. They just don't know what's causing this. They put me on antibiotics because I have an infection now on uh, three wounds on my feet, and uh, my, my, my condition keeps getting worse. But mm. the joy of the Lord sustains me. When it's my time to leave here, I'd be very happy. <laughs> Amen. Well, Joe. You know, we all have that appointed time, so I'm not worried. Right. It's, just, uh, it's just I'd like to be of more use in the body of Christ than I and I presently so I'm so you know restricted to my movement, but that doesn't sound that doesn't stop my mouth from praying, man. <laughs> Amen. I will. I will. I, I. I. You know. I tell this to people, and I. You know, my wife and I are praying, and I tell the Lord, Lord, whatever Your will is, I'm going to keep interceding for the United States of America up until my last breath. Mm-hmm. And I love you guys. I am. I, I am so proud that you are my family. I can't even find the proper words, because I may never make it to visiting Texas, but I'll see you there in paradise, man. Amen. God bless you. All stay healthy. Joe, we'll be praying for you. I'm sure everybody online will be praying for you, because every time you come on, we get comments in the comment section that says, The Joe Show. So. Everybody's pulling for you, Joe. We want you and Barbara to both have great health, and we're going to continue to pray for you. God bless you. Thank you. All right. We love you, Joe. And let Joe know that you're praying. Put it in the comments. Pray for Joe. Um, of course, we'll all bind together for that. Doug, I couldn't get out of my head. Klausy Schwabi. <laughs> I just yeah. can't stop thinking about that. And yeah. someone suggested it might be a good T-shirt idea. Klausy Schwabi. There you go. So do pray for Joe, and I just couldn't stop myself there. Doug, we've got 90 seconds. So, Mark, I'm sorry we're not going to be able to bring you on. We've just run out of time. Uh, how do we wrap today's show up to give people hope and encouragement because so much in this world's going on, and you know how people get. Yeah. Um, and we're not that way in spite of all the circumstances that we see. Right. Well, you know, I mean, the, the main thing is we've got to be anchored on the Word of God. We've got to be anchored in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Um, you know, he told us that there was going to be tribulation, that he, he prayed for us through that tribulation and that those things were going to come. But if we keep focus on him, we're going to be all right, Vince. Amen. Well, don't forget that you can go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com and participate in thousands of hours of content that's made totally available for free by people like you who partner with us by giving at endtime.com slash give every single month. There's people who give uh, recurring and people who give one time. So if the Lord lays it on your heart to help with that and also to continue to make this show available for free on radio, television, and the internet, please go to endtime.com slash give and consider contributing today. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.